Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the kennel, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. There's something about a dirt road. There is just something about a dirt road. I remember it was, whenever I went and worked out there, it hadn't rained out. At that time, we'd had no moisture in, in about six years. And um, as I was driving along... I'll never forget this thought. <clears throat> Sometimes God just speaks to me, right? I look in the rearview mirror, and guess what I saw? Nothing. You couldn't see nothing. If there was somebody behind me, they was getting smoked, right? Because, I mean, it's just this big old cloud of dust. And, and, and at that moment, God kind of talked to me, and he said, that's why you like dirt roads, because it, you can't see behind you. Don't worry about what's behind you. Just worry about what's in front of you. There, there, there's enough all out here to worry about instead of what's behind you. And, and I love the fact that God said, I will remember your sins no more. But how often do we drive down the road kind of proverbially, uh, that's not the right word, but you know what I mean. And my, my Texan mouth doesn't pronounce a lot of words like that. And, and we drive down the road facing forward, but 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 really focusing on that rearview mirror about where we've been. We've worried about what happened, about what we've done, and, and all of this stuff. And what God says is, man, just, just kind of keep going. The other thing that I, that, I, that I like about a dirt road is that there's, there's no traffic, really. I mean, a, a traffic jam is, you know, when, when two cars meet at one of the bridges. You know what I mean? And if you ever notice, you, you drive down the highway, and you wave at somebody, and they look at you like you're an idiot. But when you get to that dirt road, and you're driving down the road, and you wave at somebody, what do they do? They wave back, don't they? There's just something about a dirt road. The other thing that I don't like that that I do like about dirt roads is it's not lined with convenience. You know, I I I saw uh, there there was a there was a story about um, I was going to Franktown. We had just moved here, and and I stopped to help. You know, you pass by and you see the lady out there looking at her tire like this. God. I know you're in a hurry. Okay, so I turned around, I walked up there, and I said, you know, she's kind of looking at me a little crazy-like, you know, and I was like, ma'am, can I help you? She's like, yeah, I can't get a hold of anybody. No problem. So I go over there, and I change her tire, and I'm kind of talking to her and stuff, and she goes back to the, to the truck to talk to my wife, because I guess when she saw my wife was in the truck that I wasn't a serial rapist or anything. And um, she goes back there, and, and she tells my wife, she goes, thank you for loaning me your husband. She goes, you can have him. My wife is so giving. I love her heart. You know what I mean? And she goes, where, where are you from? And she said, well, we're from Texas. And she goes, you don't talk like he does. So anyway, I, I, I helped her out. But you know, every time I've ever broke down on a dirt road, you're there for like maybe 10 minutes and somebody will stop and help you on a dirt road. You break down on the highway, you on your own, buddy. You know what else I like about dirt roads? They always lead somewhere. Dirt roads have a purpose. You know, d down in Texas where I'm from, 
if you get on a dirt road, it's going to take you somewhere. You may not know where that is, but it's got a purpose. You know what I mean? It may lead to a pump jack or a tank battery or to a ranch house or to a set of pins or something. But dirt roads always take you somewhere. They have a purpose. Dirt roads have a beginning and an end. That's why the sixth habit of highly effective cowboys is that they take dirt roads. They take dirt roads. Did you know that that's exactly what Jesus told us to do? Did you know that Jesus said, you need to take the dirt road? In Matthew 7, in verse 13 and 14, in the New Living Translation, Jesus says this, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate, the highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few find it. In other words, what he's saying is, hey man, the road that leads to destruction is a seven lane interstate and it's chock full of people. But the road to eternal life is a dirt road. And many people look for it, but just a few people find it. And that road is narrow. And that, that, that road is difficult. And only a few ever find it. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? Jesus said the dirt road is narrow. What, what, what does he mean by that? What, what he means is that there, there's only one way. Okay, this is a, the narrow road that he's talking about, it's a two-track ranch road. And if you've never been on a two-track ranch road, come out to the ranch. I'll take you on a two-track ranch road, okay? The way is narrow. There is only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. There, there, there is no side way, okay? There is no side way in, okay? Now, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here because when I was talking to my wife last night, th th there's a, what, what about those people that have never heard of Jesus? Are they automatically going to hell? I don't believe that. I don't have all the answers, but let me tell you this right here, okay? Eternal life has always been through the grace of God, okay? Eternal life is always through the grace of God. And God's grace in human form was a man named Jesus Christ. He was God's only son. So when Jesus says, I am the way, I am the life, I am the truth, he's talking about the grace of God. In other words, we cannot earn it. There's nothing that we can do. You have to depend upon God. You have to say, I can't do this, God. Only you can. I give everything over to you, okay? So no, I, I have a hard time believing that a great and loving God for some Native American Indian that lived 3,000 years ago is now in hell because he didn't know who Jesus was. He might have known who God was and knew inside our hearts that we need our creator, 
okay? I don't want to get into a big theological discussion about all of that. I'm just telling you that God's grace is the only way. You, you cannot earn it. There's nothing that you can do. There's no magical incantation. There's no checklist. Only by God's grace. And that God's grace is best seen, felt, and heard through His Son, Jesus Christ. The dirt road is narrow. The dirt road is difficult. Okay? The dirt road is difficult. Look. I, I've never lied to y'all on purpose. I'm not saying that I've got everything right. I just try to put things in terms that I understand and I pass it along to y'all. Okay? But I'm never going to blow smoke. Okay? I am not up here to only tell you the good parts so that you'll feel good and we can all hug and love each other and say, God bless you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay? And here's the truth. It's God's way or the highway. There, 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 there's no middle ground. That's just the way it is. It's God's way or the highway. And why did Jesus say that that road is difficult? Well, let's talk about what it takes to live like Jesus wants us to. Okay, ready? Number one, we have to die to self. Okay, we have to die to self. What does that mean? It means that we got to get rid of all of our pride. Because pride wants us to say, I earned heaven, I deserve heaven, or I deserve this. We don't deserve anything except that we accept the free gift of grace that God has given us. To put that pride and that ego behind us is hard. The wages of sin is death. And when we die to self, then Jesus gives us eternal life. If we don't die to self, then you will die for real. It's, it's hard. I, I get it. But Jesus' way says, let go of that pride. Let go of that anger. Let go of everything that keeps you from depending fully upon me. Jesus himself said, but the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult. Number one, we have to die to self. Number two, how about this one? You're supposed to live joyously. <laughs> wow. Well, what does that mean, preacher? I don't, man, you're using big church words now. I don't, I don't really comprehend what joyous means. You mean I'm supposed to skip everywhere I go and blow some bubbles and, you know, I mean, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Here's my definition of joy. Joy is a life of courage and confidence. Having faith in God that everything, no matter what, is going to be okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are commanded to live joyously, to have a life of courage and confidence, having faith in God that everything, no matter what, is going to be okay. He didn't say, I I'm going to make this a rose garden without any thorns, and I'm going to have you a nice little paved walkway, and everything's going to be rosy and skittles and you know, unicorns and soft, fluffy pillows. He didn't say any of that. He said, man, no matter what this world throws at you, I am going to raise you up bigger than that. I didn't, you know, he never, he never promised to calm the storm. He, he promised to give us courage through it. He said, I've overcome the world. You are basically invincible because God has you. No matter what happens, not even death he has overcome death. Even when these bodies die, we are raised to eternal life. 
We must die to self, and we are commanded to live joyously. I promise you, man, there's a lot of us in here that are doing anything but dying to self, and we're definitely not living joyously. We're living pessimistically, always complaining and griping and you know, not satisfied, always looking for the next big thing, and rah, rah, rah. That's, that, that's, not the, that's not the dirt road, people. Jesus said that we would have to endure trials. We would have to endure trials. What does that mean? Man, when you stand up, you stand out, okay? You want to hide, you can just hide in the crowd and go down that wide road of destruction. Nobody's really, you know, nothing good's going to happen, but nothing really bad's going to happen. You can just hide your way through life. But if you want more out of life, if you want to live the life of a cowboy, you've got to take the dirt road. And when you take the dirt road, things aren't always as convenient, and there's going to be things that happen. Because when you stand up, you stand out. And that old devil will draw a bead on you. There's nothing he can do to you. He can make you. He can make it hard on you. He can't do nothing else. The dirt road is difficult. We are supposed to live a life separate from the world. Romans 12, 1 and 12, 2 says that. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what God's perfect will is for your life. You will never know God's will for your life if you're heading down that wide road that everybody else is on. You'll wonder about it. And you'll wonder why you don't know what it is, because you ain't going to find it on that paved highway, freeway with the Arby's and the McDonald's and the gas stations and the people that'll fix your car and change your flats for you and all of that, all of that convenient life. You won't find it there, but you'll find it out on that dirt road. Dirt road is narrow. The dirt road is difficult. In return for all of this, this is what Jesus says. Yeah, I, 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 I know it's narrow. I know it's difficult. I, I know that you're dying to self. And if you think, it's not called like uh, uh, pulling a splinter out to self. It's called dying to self. And if you've never tried to die to self, it hurts. It's hard. But Jesus says when you die to self, when you live joyously, that you don't let your emotions control you, but you let God's promises control you. And when you endure trials and when you live a life separate from this world, Jesus says that you get peace that surpasses all understanding. He says that you get joy. People will say, how can you be like this when everything's falling apart? We just say, man, God... God will put it back together, or he'll raise me up and put me somewhere else. Whatever, I'm not going to worry about it. God told me I didn't have to worry about it, so I ain't. In return for all this, you get peace and joy. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God, and everything will be given unto you. You believe that, or is it just kind of fancy Bible words? Well, if you think they're just fancy Bible words, continue to live your life like you've been living. Keep on getting what you've been receiving. If you're, con- you know, uh, my, one of my favorite sayings is this right here. What's the worst that could happen? To me, the worst that could ever happen is that things would stay exactly as they are right now. I want to grow. I want to talk about what Ty was talking about, that, that we just keep going and keep going and keep going. And, I, and I'm not going to ask it to be easy. And I'm not going to try to make it easier on y'all. 
I'm going to ask you to go with me down that dirt road, and I want to go with you down that dirt road, and I want to live a life of peace and joy where God is providing everything that we need. He said, he said that if you would give, he would open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing on you that you would not be able to contain. That's the life I want. But it ain't, you, you ain't going to find it on that wide road to destruction. You're only going to find it on that narrow trail. And Jesus said, but the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. See, the dirt road is hard to find. It's really hard to find. Why is it hard to find? This is going to sound like I'm negating myself. But the reason it's hard to find is it's too easy. It's too easy. Because Jesus says all you have to do is give your life over to me. That's it. You don't, have, you, you, you don't have to go through a bunch of classes. He said, you just make, you just choose me. Choose me. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. You don't have to be scared. You don't even have to depend upon yourself anymore. Jesus will do it all for you. And most people, they cannot wrap their minds around that, that they don't have to do anything because it's it's too easy. In Jesus' time, the Pharisees didn't even like it. They had that checklist that they wanted you to, to check off. They made it hard. Jesus said, man, you hold people to a standard that you don't even hold yourself. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does he mean by that? He's just asking you to let him, let him have it all. Give it all to him. And it's, it really is as simple as that. That's how you find the road. See, most of us just can't wrap our minds around that. We don't know how, how, how do we do that. How do we do that? The sixth habit of a highly affected cowboy is taking the dirt road, the access road on the highway to hell. The access road is not the dirt road, okay? It may be a smaller road, but it's still part of that interstate system, okay? The median is not the dirt road. See, the reason most church attenders' lives are not changed is because they have convinced themselves that the bar ditch of the world is the narrow trail. It is not. See, they think, man, I know that this is the wide road to destruction, but maybe if I just scoot over here right off the road, keep following it, but if it's just a little bumpy, then I must be on the narrow trail. That is not it at all. You can't just head into the bar ditch and think that that's the narrow trail. Just because it's a little bit bumpy and you can't go as fast does not mean that you're on the dirt road. You have to exit off. You have to go somewhere different. Your life has to be totally, totally transformed and changed. So how do you do that? How do we know if we are on it? It's very, very, very simple. And you are not going to like it. You are not going to like it. But just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's not true. Here's how to know. Here's how to get on that narrow trail. Three things. Number one, you must give your life to God. You can't just say, God, I give my life to you, and then keep doing the exact same thing that you've always been doing. It's not going to work like that. You're going to keep getting, just because you said a few words, it, it doesn't mean that your life has changed. 
You must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to do stuff differently. You've got to think differently. You have to give your life to God. You have to give him what you think. You have to give him what you do. You have to give him what you say. You have to let him guide your life. And I assure you that that is the scariest thing that you will ever, ever do. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't, though. You have to know that you are on the dirt road to know how to find that dirt road. You have to give your life to Christ, to God through Jesus, okay? There is no other way. Second, you have to give yourself and others a break. You got to give yourself and others a break. Now, some of you, it might be easy for you to give others a break, but you can't give yourself a break. Some of you can give yourself a break, but boy, you're going to hold other people accountable, you know, by gosh, you know, no, 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 no. See, the greatest gift that you can give somebody sometimes is the benefit of the doubt. You've got to give your life to God, and you have to give yourself and others a break. You know what that's called? Love yourself and love your neighbor as yourself. Because if you are not giving somebody something, you are not loving. Love has become an idea, not an action. And love in the biblical sense is an action. You have to give yourself and other people a break. And there's one other. You have to give your life to God. You have to give yourself and others a break. And the third thing is you have to give your time, talent, and treasures to God. If you want to be on the narrow road, man, I was good, Kevin, until right then, man. I was good, man. I'm, I'm busy. I've got, I've got work to do. I've I got to feed my family. You ain't been listening, have you? Jesus, a, a rich young guy walked up to Jesus and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, man, you, you, you got to obey all the commandments. He said, I've done that. He said, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then he said, and then sell everything you own and give it to the poor and then come and follow me. And the guy walked away because he knew that he couldn't do it. Will you walk away today? You would rather have a mediocre life of struggle, strife, and pain, depending on yourself, on that wide road of convenience, of desire, of lust, of this, of that. You can continue on that wide road of destruction, or you can take the exit sign that says G-I-V-E, give. Give your life to God. Give yourself and others a break, and give God your time talent, and treasure. Let nothing stand in the way. Do you know that the Bible says, give and you shall receive? The only way for you to see the reward of God that Ty talked about this morning, he said, I am coming to bring the reward. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive him with your time. You cannot give, outgive him with your talent. You cannot outgive him with your money or whatever it is. See, it breaks my heart. Because I love every single one of you, and I see you. I see you coming here. I see you logging on. I, I, I know that, that you're listening on the radio, but you're just driving down the bar ditch of that wide road of destruction. You're not on the narrow trail, and I want you. I want to ride with you forever. I want you to ride with me forever. 
I want all of us to experience the promises that God has given us. But there's only one way. There's only one way. Jesus said, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. You choose. You have a choice. But the gateway to life is very narrow. There's only one way. That's through the grace of God. And the road is difficult. You're going to have to die to self. You're going to endure trials. You're going to have to live joyously no matter what. I mean, even when, when it feels like the world is going to crush you, it's not. God is bigger than anything this world can throw. And only a few ever find it. What will you do today? You have a choice. Next week, we will finish up the seven habits of highly effective cowboys. I will tell you how me being in the pen with a carnivorous cow, they are, there, there are some, if you've never run into a carnivorous cow, you, you hadn't worked cattle very long. I will tell you how me being in the pen with a carnivorous cow is what Jesus was talking about when he said, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Be as wise as serpents, yet innocent as a dove. Let's go to God in prayer. God, help us to take that exit off of the wide road to hell and help us to turn off onto that narrow dirt road. Show us how to live our lives for you and provide everything that we need to do the job that you have called us to. God, we, we call on your abundance. We call on your provision. We call on your guidance. We call on your love. And we ask that you multiply everything that you need so that our lives can reach others, so that we can give to others, so that we can meet the needs of others. And God, we know that you're going to meet our needs in the process. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby again, and I've got a free gift for you. This month, we are giving away a signed copy of the Simplified Cowboy version of Proverbs. What is the Simplified Cowboy version? It's a verse-by-verse Bible paraphrase in the words of a cowboy. All you have to do to get your signed copy of Proverbs is to text Save the Cowboy, all one word, to 77977 and make a donation of any amount. Once again, for the month of December, to get your free signed copy of the Simplified Cowboy version of Proverbs, Text Save the Cowboy to 77977 and make a donation to help us out. Thank you in advance, my friends. We sure couldn't do it without you.